0: Hello, this is Gaming Perspectives with Saul Angeline.
1: And today we're talking with Christopher Savaltzin, yes. author of The Black Void. And he has a new Kickstarter coming up. Uh, we haven't talked to you for a while. It's been a little bit after your last Kickstarter, which was for the main core book. And you've been sort of busy, right? Yeah, very busy. <laughs> you know, because, like, let me just go over what you've done in the short time since your last. A book came out. You uh, you wrote this. Uh, I guess it's a campaign called "Those That Would Be Gods," which mm-hmm. I think we played the first part of the one adventure of, which was really well received by our group. We really cool. liked oh, it. Oh yeah, they liked it a lot. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was good. And it's like a you know 152 page book, so it's no slouch in the in the campaign book department. Right. Uh, you also decided to write something for what is it? I guess it's a quick quick start guide. You know. Uh, it's free. You give it, you you know, I guess for a PDF and people yeah. can can play, try out the Black Void and and you have everything in it, right? The adventure
0: pre- you know, The adventure is separate. So the quick oh, start is... is uh, so what sort of sets this quick start apart is that you have character creation in there, which you don't often see in quick oh, starts. Wow. So you have sort of an abbreviated uh, character creation because that's, you know, one of the things to me at least, that makes Black Void interesting uh, is is how to do character creation and sort of the width that players have when when creating their characters. So I wanted to give people a taste of that. Um, so that's in there. But that also meant that I did a, uh, a free adventure as a separate uh, because otherwise it would be too chunky and too bulky.
1: Right. Okay. So I got my stuff wrong. But no, that's, that's kind of strange because la- a lot of quick start guides... From whoever makes them, you know, across mm. all kinds of publishers, they don't put any kind of character creation in there because you know. know. So that's really cool. Because thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that is <laughs> neat because then, then people know like, oh, this is how the character is created. It isn't just like a pre-made gen going. I exactly. wonder how this is works. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. I mean, cool. that, was my, that was my point. And you're saying it's a bit strange. And yes, the Black Void is a bit strange. It has to be, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> so, No doubt. Uh, but yeah, no, because it's one of the things that, that sort of stands apart from, from your traditional D&D and so on. So I really wanted to showcase that just to give sort of a teaser, but at the same time show people that there is a lot more if you get the core book, but this is just a, a smidgen of what you're going to get.
1: Right, right. That's pretty cool. So and then the the flight from Salvation Square. Yes, right. That's that's what that was. And then you have a, a an adventure, a multi part. I call it a multi part adventure because you know I used to buy adventure modules from way back in the day of AD and D, and even now, and they give you like a twenty, twenty five, thirty page book. Mm. You know, this one's like eighty nine pages, and yeah. it's and it's huge. Yeah, and it has all the art, the fantastic art that. This is evocative of your original book. I don't even know if it's the same artist, but it yeah, looks pretty cool. they are. They are. It's called Dark Dealings in a Shaded Souk.
0: Yes, exactly. And it's pretty cool.
1: I haven't I haven't run it for my group, but I've read the beginning of it mm-hmm. and it's you know, it's it's really neat. So, like I said, you kind of been let, resting on your laurels since you uh <laughs> put up <out> your <laughs> A black I mean, and then and then you're kickstarting something. So what yeah. are you kickstarting? It's
0: it has a very interesting name, right? So what's coming up is uh, we call it "Under Nebulous Skies" uh, because it it kind of has to have that black voidish title, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's uh it's it's a book in three parts. It's part travelogue or Voidfarer's travelogue as we call it, uh
1: right.
0: part source book and part campaign.
1: Okay, so. You know, I I read that and I'm like, okay, I I know kind of what your what those terms mean. Mm. You know, I've been playing role playing games since you know 1978. But okay, w- what do you what do you mean by those terms? Because like some people may may think that, well, is not a source book, a travel log, or is it a travel log a source book? But right. you know, on top of that, you put a campaign in there, so I'm like, this is going to be a big book. It's not a you know 100 pages here. No, this is 350 plus. <laughs> wow. that's <laughs> cool. I like yeah, that. that is that is crazy. I, you know, I'm I gonna ask you something about how you, how you, uh, how you're creative, uh, how you can create stuff. But so, so what, what do you, what do you consider a travel log? You know, why did you give it that title?
0: Right. So, um, it's put, So the travelog bit is sort of a deep dive into two of the districts in Lynn the Eternal, which is the main setting of, uh, of Black Void. Right. Um, so what I really wanted it to be was to be something that was useful for both players and arbiters, which is why it's a travelog. Because a travelog is basically sort of a travel guide, uh, but right. a more more dated word for it, I guess. But that sort of fits the setting. Uh, um, so, so it's sort of a, a walk through, through these districts and, and, you know, a lot of new locations a lot of, uh, a lot of NPCs, uh, sprinklings of plot hooks, uh, you know, just, uh, sort of, a if you take the, the, the setting piece from the core book, it's sort of an, a, an in-depth look into uh, two of those areas, Keyman right. Diaries.
1: You know, a travelogue, like in the old days when you would go abroad and, and uh, check out places that. You know people write about and exactly yeah exactly yeah. so then there's a source book so this is mm-hmm. like a the, the arbiters or slash gm's part of the book right Where... no actually no. it's sort
0: of the opposite the source book is more for the players to go be... well it's oh, right. a bit for both because it's it's sort of an uh, an expansion on character creation
1: uh-oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. um those we're... those, those uh, mini maxers and crunchy people are gonna love that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well I hope I hope everybody's gonna love it, obviously. Well yeah, but, no. uh, but you know
1: how those people know how those I
0: know, they, know they know want more gamers... options. Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. And then they're like, ah, I can tweak this and I can do that. Exactly. Uh, so what that's gonna be is it's gonna be we're expanding the half blood section. So now you can play so in, in the core book you, you take your attributes and so on and so forth, so you sort of build your own half bloods, which is half human, half something else. What right. we're doing here is we're expanding it so that you can be half human, half one of the known species um, because there's quite a few people that have been wanting to do that. I mean, I was, uh, when when are the, uh, the other species going to become playable? And <laughs> I really don't want to make them playable because it's all about the fall and resurgence of humanity. So I right. guess this is sort of a nod to them that they can play half species i guess you could say <laughs> yeah, yeah um so so some of the known species in the black void setting you can you can play a half uh right half of those so that's cool the fans,
1: fans demanded it, it,
0: huh? sorry <laughs> the fans demanded it exactly and you got to give them what they want at least to a certain extent right uh and then there's a there's a number of new um weapons we're doing a section on how to uh, build and crew a void vessel. So, for people who want wow. to go explore the uh, explore the cosmos, there's there's going to be you know options for how to do that. So that's going to be quite interesting as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bunch of new stuff. But I mean, it's for players, but it's also for arbiters when they're building NPCs and so on and so forth. So it's a little right. bit for everybody as well. Cool. And there's a campaign book in there somewhere. Yes. <laughs> and there's the, well, it's part one of a campaign trilogy. Um, okay so it's going to be expanded in uh, in two more books coming uh, at some point
1: yeah that's cool
0: so this is part one which is going to be in three parts as well actually um so that's i'm really excited about that because this is sort of the first well i call it a grand campaign because i really have like a huge plot that that is going to take time to to sort of get out there so this is the first part of that so it's going to be partially in lynn and partially on uh, a column federation world and partly on an entirely new world as well so it's going to be it's going to be epic
1: wow yeah so that's pretty neat because like you know you know i've i've when i ran the game and i've been looking at the rules you know it centers around lynn the Mm. the eternal city yeah which is really cool because like you know and i gotta say it again that the black void book is huge and it just packed with information. So I was surprised that you came out with like, you know, thinking about coming out with more stuff, but I'm like, well, you know, I, I understand people are always like wanting more, right. You know, yeah. as, far, as far as people who read exactly. uh, and play these games. And, uh, you know, obviously you're very, you know, creative and, and had these ideas. You know, this is a, a what uh, a labor of love, right? So it is,
0: it is for sure.
1: So, and, it, and, it, and it plays out or it looks, you know, in the book and the how much uh, care you take in, you know, deciding what art to put in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this new book is going to full. Uh, did you retain the same artists
0: and stuff like that? or Mostly, but I've added a couple of new ones as well. Um, I mean, the ones that, that I had in the core book, I was really, really happy with. Um, So, so most of those I have really tried to retain also to keep sort of consistency and and the fact is that, you know, they've become part of the universe, so their (laughs) style really, really fits not only what I come up with, but they come up with stuff that I use as well and they have all along, you know, so it's… It's, it's become sort of a more of a team effort rather than me commissioning art. They're really a part of the of the creative process. And we know each other so well now that I don't have to spend hours trying to explain anything. I can just send a couple of, of lines and then they know exactly what it is I mean, you know. And, and that sort of thing takes time to build up. So I'm really, really happy that they've uh, decided to stay.
1: Well, you said that a little bit, of, they had that kind of ability even in the core book because you said yes. you would... You would tell them a few things and they would come back with the art and you're like, wow, mm. that's that's really cool. And I got to say, you know, I still got to say that that's some of the best art I've seen in a, in a game book awesome. and the way it's laid out. It looks beautiful. But uh, but then it's really cool that you've kept some of those artists and they become part of the, a team, like you say, that mm. that continue to you know put out these really nice looking books. Yeah, yeah, they do. So. You know, it's your Kickstarter is coming out in well, it's October now, so it's yeah. coming out in. A, it's coming here in
0: October. Um, yeah, probably by the time we're recording this, it'll probably be in a week or two, something like that. Cool. Yeah. Right. Um, so very exciting, and then on top yeah. of that, we have another adventure that's almost done, actually, um, which we're not kickstarting. Um, and the early adopters are going to be able to get a pre-release of that adventure, <laughs> uh, which is a hundred and thirty yeah. pages oh my God. campaign, I mean, which crazy. is called "Into the Oblivious Depths." <laughs> um, and it was—it was, it was uh, the idea was conceived by Crystal Mazur. Um, I don't know, you know, she, she was part of the crew that did uh, Chicago by Night, which is really cool. Right. Uh, and she has given it sort of a more horror angle because I really wanted to, to see that and I heard great things about her. Um, so it ended up being a collaborative uh, project. So she and I wrote it together. Um, that's cool. And yeah, 130 pages. So uh, And that's almost done. And, and so, like I said, the early adopters are going to get the pre-release PDF of that. And then we're going to release it full on in hardback and PDF uh, probably around December. Oh, December.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, I I thought you were busy with the Kickstarter, but you're, you have another
0: book coming out
1: that's, <laughs> that is not even like, I mean, 130 pages is not a small book.
0: No, but it's almost done. I've been, been or she and I and the artists have been working on that for for quite a bit now. So it's it's almost done because I wanted to to combine those two a little bit to give the uh, to give the backers a little bit of something special, you know, on top of uh, just participating in the project. That's right. a great that's a great idea. Mm, thanks.
1: Yeah, I, you know, especially something like at the very beginning of the Kickstarter, you know, people people like that people like oh you know they don't have to wait for you know for something that or any length of time you know you give them exactly. a pdf pretty pretty quick and uh, and then they're off and running playing your game mm-hmm. and just it's more you know you they just, just get more crazy for what they're gonna get exactly. you know in, in their book or in their that's book. the hope at least <laughs> so you know i was thinking of the, the last time I don't know if i asked you but you know mm-hmm. you're pretty creative right you know you you know I think most role players are creative people and (laughs) no, seriously. But but then there's a difference between being creative and then segueing into into being a a writer or even a RPG uh, maker. Right. Right. So. So within those uh, kind of ideas of writing, you know, people talk about people who write novels get writer's block and stuff. Do you mm-hmm. ever get writer's block? It doesn't seem like it because all the time <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. How else that? When you got so much stuff coming out?
0: No, I do. I mean, um, it's, a, well, it's a, it's sort of a process where when you want it to happen, it often doesn't. And, and when you're not thinking about it, that's sort of when the ideas come. So right. what's important is to just jot them down when they occur to you uh okay. and and i quite often have this like i have i get an idea and then i forget to write it down and then the day after I'm like oh i had an idea yesterday i can't remember what it was that's and the then, worst. then like two weeks, off, I was like, ah, there it was. And then I hurried to <laughs> write it down to so i not forget again. Man. I was thinking you know, maybe you, you, you walk around
1: with like a audio record, digital audio recorder somewhere. Yeah, it's you know, well, or, it's or notes on notebooks. my
0: phone Uh I <laughs> oh, have right. like a Blackboard notepad on my phone, which is just like filled with just one liners. And sometimes when I read them back, I'm like, what did I mean? What was <laughs> I thinking? You know, um, oh, that's funny. But yeah, you know, it's, it's, and what I also do, I mean, I try to, um, I try to bring in other people as well, because one of the things about Blackboard is that it's such a diverse setting that I want other people's voices in there as well. Right. Because obviously I get inspired by that. And quite often what happens to me is that I commission other writers to do something and that inspires me and then I can't help myself, but I add to what they've given me. Right. Because so, Dark Dealings from the Shaded Sook was written by Dan Cross. And what he sent me, I, I just incidentally added a ton of stuff to it as well. He still wrote the bulk, but, but, uh, but I added stuff because I'm like, ah, yes, but, and then you can do this, and then it's important right. that they know the color of this house and blah, 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 you know, all these silly <laughs> details, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I get inspired by what other people do as well. And that goes for the artists as well. You know, I just... I hired a new guy and bought some of his back catalog because I just I saw it. and I thought, yes, I got to have that in Blackboard. You know? <laughs> um, and luckily he said yes to that. So that's oh, good. really, really cool. So he's uh, I'm hoping he's going to be one of the new stable artists uh, contributing because he's got a cool. really cool style. It well. it's a little bit darker uh than, than what we've had before uh but i kind of wanted to take it in that direction a little bit as well so so yeah so you know
1: you're, you're living in uh singapore do you have a group that you play with or i
0: do um but they're all over the world uh, right, right right because we're playing through discord so one of the guys is in taiwan one is in australia and one is in the u.s um, <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a, Oh wow, somebody has to be up like at three o'clock in the morning, right? No, it actually fits
0: quite well because we're about 12 hours ahead of Eastern time, I think, right. So which means that my morning is the morning for the guy in Taiwan and Australia as well. And they've got flexible work hours. and that means that that's evening for our guy in the U.S. So it, we've actually managed to get it to work quite well. That's pretty cool. I know, right? I'm,
1: I'm I'm glad you get to play because a lot of times people who are creators, you know, they're so busy that they don't have time to play. And I'm like, well, that's yeah. kind of sad, you know. Here, it's very sad. I was kind of feeling sorry for you because I'm like, he must be working like 23 hour days, <laughs>
0: and Something he doesn't like get to. You know,
1: and then he has to like, you know, he has a family, <laughs> so yeah. he has to like no sleep. So True. I mean, a poor guy doesn't get to play. But I'm glad you get to play. Yeah, and I get and I do. Cool. What
0: I do is I I use them for playtesting as well. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, how it started was under Nebulous Skies, which is the Kickstarter. They right. have they're part of the Playtesters doing that. Um, so 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 we're running through the entire campaign with these guys. So actually, some of the stuff that that they have been doing that wasn't scripted is going to go into the book because I thought that's a really cool idea, and I hadn't thought about it. you know just NPCs coming out of nowhere. That right. really, that really sort of become a profound part of the story. They're going to be in there as well. So I think that's really sort of a, a living way of creating the campaign, which I really quite like because it it, it gives a certain nerve to the whole thing. Um, yeah. You know, because it otherwise it can become static is the wrong word, but but this way, you know, you sort of inject some spontaneity and some uh, some verb in there. So so I like doing it that way.
1: Yeah, and and then instead of just like your voice or your ideas, you know, exactly. you sprinkle in this little. You know, I run a lot of games, and mm. and I just like the best part for me is when the, the players come up with an idea that I'm like, wow, that's that's totally cool.
0: Exactly.
1: And I'm and you know, and that's my entertainment, right? That that's mm. that's why I'm I'm actually a player in the game too. When stuff like that happens, yeah. Like in the old day when I was like a, a dungeon master, and I was like, okay, you. You go into this room, it's a 30 by 30 room, you know, whatever it is. And it was like, okay, so they're reacting just to what I'm doing. But when put a problem or put them the players in a position or characters in position, and they come up with ideas, you're like, wow, that's a really good idea.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I was like, yo, yeah, oh, I couldn't have thought of that.
1: I love that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, what i really like too is that a lot of people who play your game get really into your game i mean they love it they like mm. it how does it feel to have fans it's kind of like a, i'm not gonna say you're a rock star but you know, <laughs> you're a, but you know but no but ser- you know, seriously you got a lot of people who
0: they're fans i don't know what uh, how what, how yeah. to put it. it's it's amazing and it's frightening <laughs> as well you know it's right. uh i mean that's it's it's the it's the thing that are partly the thing that keeps me going you know when when you have somebody who're really enthusiastic about what you've put out that really is just fuel that can take you you know for through the hard days and when you have all the right. writer's block and all that stuff so that's really really cool i love that and and i love the fact that our Discord community is really growing, and and I get to interact with um, with these people who are really like you know they're into it and they have ideas and they're like ah could you do this and you should do that and I'm like yeah I love that yeah I love yeah you. I
1: mean I've seen that in real time because I've seen you react to people's questions on Discord and you know and what's what's weird is in in the old days mm. of the internet right there used to be forums right yeah but they're kind of disappearing and Discord is these like more uh. I don't know what instant gratification, real time. real time. Yeah, exactly. It's chat
0: channels, basically.
1: Mm. Yeah. Chat rooms. And it's really neat because uh, I really get the idea that, that, you know, that you're talking with somebody, right? Even though exactly. it's, it might be like a half hour, 15 minutes or even five hours later, yeah. you know, it's still that, that, that interaction that seems kind of like, Oh, I'm really talking to you, Chris, or <laughs> yeah. I'm really talking yeah, with this other guy. <laughs> yeah. Well you are, yeah. but, but it, but it seems more than just a forum because, I used to visit forums, but then it was like it was kind of like kind of a hassle. But Discord really seems easy. And then and then, like I said, you get to know
0: people on there. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. And I mean, I I love that bit, but it's also it puts it puts pressure on you um, in in both. Well, I think probably mostly in a good way, um, because I think I work better when I know people have expectations of me, right, because I can get nitpicky and, you know, particular and, and, and which means it just goes on forever and I don't get anything out. So when I know that people have expectations, it means like, all right, I got to set a deadline and actually get this stuff out to them, you know? <laughs> That's a great idea because you're right. A lot of the uh, creative people are very... Um... They want it to just be perfect yes they don't want to let it out until it is perfect yeah and, and it's good to i'm the set a, same and yeah. the problem as well is you know what 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 is perfection it's never gonna happen exactly so, so you have to you have to figure out where is the point where it's good enough and that that might sound sound wrong but I've, i think i've reached a point as well where I sort of know where it's enough to spark the imagination of my audience. And that's when it's good enough because I can't and I shouldn't, you know, describe in every detail because then it's going to get monotonous and boring for everybody. (laughs) So what I want to do is I want to do the stuff that sparks the imagination and the wonder in whoever is reading it. and, And then I can say, right, now we're sort of done, you know, because... You don't want to overdo it as well. I mean, I hate movies where they expose everything because then you sort of lose it, right? Right, there's no mystery. Exactly. I mean, the old Alien and Aliens movies, I mean, those were awesome because you didn't really see the monster. Right. So you could you could imagine all these things, but as soon as you see it in full, like lighting and all that stuff, it's like eh, some of the magic is gone, you know. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you're right. You're right. And I think that's you know
1: that's what good writers do, right? They, they evoke stuff that your mind fills in all the blanks, and then people who are you know interpreting whatever you're writing, they come up with some weird stuff, right? They and do, they and th- I love it. And they come <laughs> up with stuff that scares them, right? It yeah, not scare. It may not scare my neighbor or the kid in, you know, in his class, but it scares the bejesus out of me because I'm scared of that stuff. Exactly. And I think that's I think that's right. You're right. Alien is a, a you know perfect example of that. Mm. That's pretty cool. And I th- you know I think you're right, because as writers, when they write, you know, they inspire people to to think on their own and come up with stuff. And I think that's that's yeah. probably when the best writers are really, you know, working their best. And I think you do a good job because, like, Thanks. you know, th- that book that you wrote, the, the core book, and, that, and, and even your adventure that I, that I actually bought, uh, The Shaded Suka Adventure, <laughs> and uh, it was pretty cool. And uh, I just know it was just you present things in such a way that I'm like, oh, this guy. And you give, you give enough detail, but you leave out stuff. And I'm like, and you know, my mind fills in the rest. and I'm
0: Cool. That's pretty cool. I'm happy you good to job. hear that. Thank you.
1: You know, I, I forgot. I forgot. I don't know if I forgot to ask you last time, but how long have you been working on the Black Void? It's been a while, right? You, you know, you've been yeah.
0: writing on. This. I mean, I usually say that it's sort of a 15, 18 year project, um, right. but but it's obviously been on and off. But the the concept and the ideas have been sort of accumulating over over that long. Um, right. But I would say, in in practical terms, it's writing the core book was probably like. Three four years something like that yeah but it's been so from the original idea is not how it ended up being at all uh, you know <laughs> things change and, and iterative development and all that good stuff you know right um so it's taken a while and 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 it's going to continue to evolve i think uh but the basics are there um, right? And I'm, and I'm happy with the basics um, but now it's about expanding it right
1: so, your, your Kickstarter is coming up in a, a, a week or two, probably wow. you know, 10 days or something. Yep. And, uh, you know, how long is the Kickstarter going to run? I know 30 you. 30 days. Oh, 30 day Kickstarter? That's yeah. cool. That's a good amount. Do you have like stretch goals? I, I know
0: a lot of people include stretch yeah, goals. Yeah, I have, I have a couple. I don't necessarily want to reveal them yet because <laughs> of hubris no and problem. so on and so forth. No, no, um, I do. But, uh, no, there's some really, yeah, there's some really cool stuff. I, I can I can probably tell you that I am in in touch with an amazing map maker that have agreed wow. to um, to work with me uh, as a stretch goal. So I'm cool. really excited about that. Um, so yeah, this, uh, if we get that far, there's some really cool stuff uh, waiting for people. <laughs> well, at least I'll I'll know that. Um it's going to be in the next month or so that there's going to be a, a charge on one of my credit cards. For Amazing. <laughs> yeah. You
1: can, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you get more than one sale here, but yeah. Uh, Jolene's like, Oh, he's going to have a Kickstarter. And then she looks at me like side of the eye going, Oh, like, oh it's, <laughs> I said, it's okay. She says it's okay.
0: I, I like the book. So ah, it'll be very cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank she you. was a player in that adventure that I ran. Ah, Nice yeah and it was really neat because like like at first they're like you know you know always within, with with a group it's like oh you want to try a new game and like yeah and then like well what's it about and they're like and they were like kind of like, well that sounds like you know because they're used to playing d and d right mm-hmm. action heroes yeah and they weren't too sure about this like no man on the totem pole type of plane yeah but, but I really de- enjoyed it but it I was, was describing nice. what the situation is i am describing the world that you made mm-hmm. and they're like Oh, and then, you know, like I was trying to read the rule, you know, explain the rules. And then, you know, of course, my, my son and his friends are like, oh, no, you got that rule wrong, daddy. They took to it pretty quickly. And then, like, they're like, let's play again. I go, okay. So, you know, where are we going to work it in with all the other games we're playing? Mm. So, and then, you know, COVID hit. So then our yeah. you know our in people games, you know, went out the window. Mm. Your, your Kickstarter is going to run for 30 days. Yep. The name of the book is Under Nebulous Skies. Mm -hmm. That's pretty evocative. I liked it. I hope so. Are you saying it's going to be like 350 pages? No,
0: 250.
1: Oh, 250. I was like, Uh, whoa, 350.
0: Even 250 pages is a lot. I know. I know. But, you know, it's it's what it's going to be. I mean, one of the things... I want to do, I want to put out good or great products. And, you know, right. so you got to have that tome kind of feeling to it. You know, <laughs> um, right. So uh, so, yeah, so that's going to be 250 plus, And then right. into the oblivious depths is 130 something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a separate book, obviously. So but,
1: but for that one Kickstarter, you're going to get like 400 pages worth of stuff. <laughs> you can if you if you're an early adopter, yes. then yes. yes. How early do we have to be? Like the first hour?
0: Uh, no, I'm thinking probably two or three days.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Then I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jolie will be too bad at me.
0: No, not at all. No, nice.
1: Have you been having a good time, you know, uh, working on your books and, and, and getting stuff ready for this Kickstarter? I know yeah. Kickstarters tend to be a little bit
0: uh, nerve-wracking, you know? They're so nerve-wracking. But <laughs> luckily, I've got some cool people I'm working with. Right, right. Um so it's not all on me anymore, which is really really nice. Oh, okay. Uh, I have a marketing manager, uh Mitch Wallace, who's really doing some great stuff. Uh, and he is uh, he and he's got some people that they're working on the video at the moment. Cool. Uh are finalizing that. Um so but it is nerve-wracking, you know, but it's exciting as well no this uh, this video is a little bit different it's okay. it's a lot of of screenshots of what the book is going to look like okay. it's a lot of the art so you really get a good a good sense of what it is you're getting um right. more than because it's as this is the second one the The point is not so much that, that um you know to, to see my credentials and that sort of thing you know because they're it's already there so it's more about right. you know really teasing the product and, and getting getting yeah, showcasing to... the book yeah exactly
1: um so, so did you run the kickstarter before by
0: yourself uh yes wow and we just had so the two-year-old he was just born at that time so there was 30 days with Maybe thirty hours of sleep total. Or something oh my like god! Um, but uh, but it's it's going to be exciting again. Because, and you know, I think this one is actually probably a little bit more nerve wracking because we've done it success or I've done it successfully before. So now the stakes are up there. You know? Right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Now you have a track record. Track I know. Record so up. if if it fails, <laughs> that's
1: going to be terrible, right? <laughs> uh, I'm sure you do just fine. Your first book did pretty good. Would you have any advice for people who are like you know, thinking about doing what you did—not not necessarily following your footsteps, but mm. you know, there's a lot of creative people out there, yes, there who who play role-playing games. You know, and I think almost almost every role player has you know thinks that they could create a game because yes. they're not happy with any game out there. Of you know, w- what kind of advice do you have for people who like are thinking along those lines? Who do are, it?
0: Just do it. <laughs> do it, just it. right. It's like <laughs> Nike commercials, right? I mean, just do it. Yeah. Um, the No. So the 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 way it is right now, I think, is that. People have such opportunities to get their stuff out there. You know, DMs Guild on Drive Through RPG and and all these things. I mean, you can you can publish your own stuff very very easily in this time right. and age. So do it because it 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 enriches the industry and it enriches everybody's experience to have more content out there. I'm not saying they should do it the way I did it because I mean. This is this is sort of on a, on a I guess you could say large scale, and yeah. you don't need to that, and that can be sort of daunting, uh, and it doesn't have to be that way, uh, but I know a lot of people that that do like smaller things and 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 push those out there, and it's really really good stuff, and it's a yeah. way to get started, it's a way to get noticed, and it's a way to get feedback as well because feedback is. Feedback is key, um, but you need to to know what feedback to take with you and what to. I'm not going to say ignore, but but you know take it with a grain of salt. You know, right. So it's 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 easier for for burgeoning um, writers to get stuff out there. It's probably a little bit more difficult to make it. Um, yeah. But it's it's easy to get your stuff out there. So try it. You know, if you have an idea, push it out there uh throw it in the deep end and see how people respond to it if it's somebody uh, something that people like then good for you you know keep on pushing so uh, right do it yeah good good uh
1: so other than your game that you run in
0: run and play with do you have any other other favorite games that you play um well yeah but me and my boys are playing warhammer Forty Thousand. Um, <laughs> your your sons yeah the, wow. the two oldest ones, they uh, right. I, I sort of got them into it. I'm probably the most enthusiastic about it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're doing that. Uh, and then we're doing, you know, some some regular board games, uh, Sysel right. and Risk and, you know, all this sort of traditional. Games. Oh, yeah, yeah. The classics. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and what else? And then, yeah, I'm kind of working on a new game as well. Um, oh, really yeah oh. <laughs> uh, which is which is it's it's gonna have a different rule set than black Void, so i'm yeah. screwing myself from all ends probably <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and what's funny is that you know a lot of times people will do that they'll they'll come up with some some uh like a game mechanic and and they'll keep at it you know just change the the genre
0: or whatever mm-hmm. but you you're not going to do that huh well, I'm probably going to do that as well because ben Cross and I are working on, on another sort of application of Blackwood as well, which is going to be probably a, a modern take on Blackwood. So that, but that's far into the future. But this, the other one is, it's going to be sort of a, an alternative history Napoleonic kind of thing, oh. and, uh, which more more heroic and so on. So. Now I've got my my dark thing. Now I'm going to go into sort of the more colorful, glorious kind of thing. Uh, (laughs) Napoleonic, huh? Yeah. You know, bright colored uniforms and all that stuff. And big hats (laughs) and huge mustaches and stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was a period that I was watching, the uh, what is that? uh,
0: Sharp's Rifles or something like that? Yes, exactly. People who like Sharp are hopefully, probably going to like this as well.
1: Yeah, in fact, there was this one time I, I years years ago now, I went to play in a game uh, at a convention, mm. and uh, he called it the, something to do with Sharps rifles and and what's the what's the sea the boat one, you know, oh. I don't know Horatio Horatio Hornblower right and so and so me and my friend were like we're gonna play that game and it was a terrible game right it oh. was very <laughs> good. but but me uh, me and my friend that went to play we encountered another friend. Yeah, and we just made a heck of a game because we were just like doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Nice, and it, it, it was just fun. You know, we just had a great time. Awesome. But uh, but the genre, you know, that that Sharps rifles and that Horatio Hornblower mm-hmm. era, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Swashbuckling and stuff. Exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> Gentlemen, duels and that sort of thing. You know.
1: You you don't like the, you don't like
0: taking it easy, I guess. No, I'm I'm <laughs> a bit silly like that. <laughs> because, you know, we're like ah, finally some peace and quiet. Hmm, what can we do to mess that up? Yes.
1: So you know, you said that that the uh, the under nebulous guys is gonna have a first part of a three part campaign book. Yes. So, you know, obviously, you know, you're going to continue writing for Black Void and and have something set up for the for the for the future. So that's pretty cool. So people Mm. are going to be very uh, happy to hear that you're still going to be making stuff, even though you might dabble in some of the games. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I hope so. So do you have anything else to tell us? Any news oh. before we uh, uh, let you go be- Go to bed? Oh, no, you're not going to bed. You just got up.
0: It's my morning. <laughs> I'm calling from the future, remember? Yeah, exactly. or whatever it is. Over there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I've divulged pretty much all the news <laughs> and all the secrets that, uh, that are there for the taking.
1: Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. Me and my wife are very happy to talk to you. You're, Lifelines. you know, we, we really like doing interviews because, uh, you know, we get to meet, you know, sort of people that we don't normally would meet. And exactly. and we always uh, are very, uh, you know, taken away at the at the kindness of fellow role players that are out there who are, you know, creating stuff and doing stuff. And, and you know, at the heart, we're all gamers, right? We all want to yeah. have fun. Exactly. And, and share our hobby with other people. Exactly. So, so I think we all share that. And I think we all have a, a good time talking to each other, no matter what.
0: I agree, well, wholeheartedly.
1: <laughs> so, good luck with your Kickstarter. Thank uh, you. I, I will be one of the first ones there if I if I if you give me notice. I, I, sometimes I'm like I want to be the first one there. I do the, the first so ten, <laughs> and I, I and then all of a sudden I'm like,
0: oh man, I I'm a exactly. no, <laughs> me too. Once I I was I think I was number two, and I was like, no, <laughs> oh, you so close. Exactly.
1: Maybe okay. you could be number one on your own Kickstarter. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I could. Just don't. I launch it, and not tell anybody about it. <laughs> like, yeah, I win. Uh, you win. Mm. Yeah. So uh, we'll keep an eye out for it. As soon as you, you give us a date, I'll, I'll put it on our website and yep. I'll put it in the I in will her, do for sure our uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. yes. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us.
1: Thank yes. you for having me once again. I appreciate it. Uh,
0: this is Gaming Perspectives with
1: Saul so Jeline. And our special guest, Chris, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I was being trying to be careful not to butcher your last name, but I'm like, oh, yeah. always great. Like, yeah. okay, you can cut it out. <laughs> <right. Yeah>. Edit. <laughs> Edit, yes.